You're listening to Kicking It with John and Greg. One's a real estate agent. Oh, man. We're definitely editing that out. The other is an all-world punter for your Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, you can. Why can't you say that? We'll just wait. We'll see. I think you can say that. I hope you can. Powered by Seahawks.com. Now you never know. Well, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I am sure. You never know until you know. And I know. Welcome to another installment of Kicking with John and Greg. I'm joined here with my co-host, Greg Woodman. I'm not your good friend anymore? Nope. Just, wow. No, no one's my good friend today. Good grief. My good buddy, every, and now it's just strictly every, professional. Everything is dark skies today. Ooh, it, uh, it is. Sounds like the uh, that pretty much the end of the world happened yesterday. Oh, it, it really wasn't. I mean... I've never, I don't know if I've ever seen a team fight their ass off like the guys in that locker room did yesterday. Yeah. I mean, to play 75 minutes of 3-3, 6 I mean, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm so proud of those other guys, those guys in the locker room. I mean, they play, I mean, they, as I said, they played their ass off. Yeah. You know, and I think there's. So many positives to take away from that game. I mean, uh, yeah. The defense, I mean, the best defense in the world. The defense played almost a full game. Yeah. On the field. I mean, a full game on the field, which is yeah, I don't crazy. Know the, I don't know what the numbers were. 48, wasn't it? 48, 49, something. 90 snaps. 90 snaps. 90 snaps. Which is two games. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, that's for that for a defense that good, that played that good as well, to play that much. I can't imagine what they feel like today. No. I mean, we, we got back at like 4 a.m. Well, oh. I, I got home at 4 a.m. I don't know when the plane actually landed. And you live close. I, I wonder if some close. of those other guys live further. Maybe it was earlier. But it was right. It was like 3.34, something like that. So, it, I mean, I can't, I can't imagine how those guys feel because they played unbelievable. You know, and so there, there is, you know, when we, I think when we watch the film today, there's going to be so many positives to take away from yesterday. Yeah. Uh, the defense played great. And I think, you know, everyone just. Everyone right now is like, oh well, you know the, the missed field goal at the end. Well, I mean, if you I, honestly, I, I mean, I can understand people's frustration uh, when you have an opportunity to win a game, and uh, you know the, the fans' uh, frustration when you have an opportunity to win a game and you don't. Um, but you know, no one feels worse than Steve Hauschka right now. Yeah, I was I was going to ask just for, you know, when that. If you would share, like right when that happens, I mean, what is it? What is the conversation as soon as that kick is done? I mean, is there anything that you guys say to each other? You say anything to him to pick uh, him up, or you just kind of let him be you, on his own? You let it settle down, and there's you know there's the questions. You know, was it was it a good snap? Was it a good hold? You know, what happened? You know, did we rush? Blah, blah. You know, you just go through everything. Yeah, you can't really answer anything until you watch it on tape, but. It's really weird. I, I from watching the game, and I just have never seen this before. I mean, I can't remember exactly what they said that his record was in Arizona, but the whole game, they just kept talking about how he doesn't has he has a hard time kicking in Arizona, and it was weird. It kept coming up over and oh, over really? and over. Yeah, it, Al Michaels just kept talking about it. It was oh, really weird. The Al Michaels curse. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, that, you know, it just it was it happened. And it was just like wow. That's it was just weird kind of listening to and it you know he makes two and it's like all right enough yeah knock I it mean, off <clears throat> you know when it, it comes when it comes down to kickers it's, it's all about numbers and I mean, if you if you all of a sudden this morning don't like steve hauschka go 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 check the numbers no he's the, the absolutely not the yeah. greatest kicker in the history of this franchise yeah there's the no most accurate the most, he, he's won us 
so many games, and you know, if one of those fans out there wants to, you know, think that he's trash or whatever, cause, you know, I know, I'm, I'm sure Twitter world's going crazy about BS. You, you know, I think honestly, think the, at least from what I was reading and stuff, is some people are just like, how do you miss? It? At the same time, I think from kind of what I read was, um, you know, the overall opinion, realistically. We shouldn't have had a chance to win that game. No, that's true. Um, you know, if they if their kicker doesn't do the yeah. exact same thing, you know, and hits and hits one off a pole, that game was over. I mean, I think a lot of people had conceded it once it was down to the five yard line. I mean, it was like, well, they're going to chip it in. You know, crazy yeah. fluke, they miss a kick. Yeah. But I think you know, for the, there's always going to be people that freak out no matter what the outcome is. Yeah. You know, we could have lost by one in a forty nine forty eight game, and it would you know it wouldn't have, it would have been the same thing. Um, but the defense played phenomenal. Um, you know, I it, I think it was there's some questions on offense. I mean, we just it just didn't a lot didn't happen yeah. on offense, and and that was <laughs> yeah. I think that's the one thing to be like, okay, well that yeah. last night was a concerning, and you want to clean that up. Also, to Arizona's credit, their defense was dang good. I was impressed with their defense. Yeah, they were swarming. I mean, they I mean. They were they hit hard. They they looked. I mean, they were they were hitting hard. They didn't miss tackles. They yeah. their rush was phenomenal. Oh, man. They, uh, they looked so much different than they did. I've watched them multiple times this year, and to see that team play last night yeah. didn't look like the same well, team I had when seen. I, when I saw them, I'm like, how is this team three and three? Yeah, <laughs> with this defense, like, yeah. how on earth did they lose three games? You know, so I mean, uh, you know, that's just gonna make it more interesting when we play them the next time. You know, I think it's you know, uh, who knows what what's gonna happen with everyone's record by then, but. I mean, overall, people out there, no need to panic. Calm down. <laughs> so, uh, I think we had some huge, huge plays on special teams. I mean, yeah, Bobby, we practiced that play of Bobby Wagner all week. We, you know, we had the different keys that we were going to key, and we hit it absolutely perfectly. I mean, whenever you, if you, I don't know if I've ever seen someone block a kick with their stomach, but so, uh, <laughs> to be able to block a kick with your stomach, the whole thing has to be so impossibly clean. Yeah. Like on a field goal, you block it with your fingertips. Yeah. Because uh, you can't possibly get enough penetration to actually get it cleanly. Yeah. And he got it so cleanly that, you know, hit him in the middle of the, the chest or whatever. I mean, that's unbelievable. And then Tanner uh, McAvoy blocks the punt. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to, to have two block kicks in a game uh, is like never happens i think the interesting thing uh is the i it just makes uh, I, I mean i just really like pete in this team and you, they played i was listening this morning and they played both coaches after the game yes and uh bruce arians asked about the missed kick said you know what um you know the kicking game kind of failed us today it let us down they missed some kicks uh you know yeah they've been good this year but you know they they need to be better you can't you know you get and he actually said you get paid to make kicks you can't miss them pete carroll comes out and says we love house he's our guy he's always been our guy and you know what we're we're moving on it was it's not a big deal and just the two difference in just i you know just listening to how positive pete yeah. is and then to hear your own yeah i don't know i just to me as a fan i'm like yeah that's yeah. what you want to hear for me i mean pete is just i mean that's why guys love him that's yeah. why guys will freaking run through a brick wall for pete they'll do anything for pete and i understand that you know there's always you know that old saying when you point a finger there's three pointing back at you yep Someone on that sideline went for it on fourth and inches from the 18 yard line. Yep, instead of kicking. In a 3 nothing game. You know? So, it's I true. mean, someone, you can sit there. It's so easy. You know, these old school guys want to blame the kickers or whatever. Blame, you know, they want to point fingers. And I mean. Yeah. No, I just I just like the difference in the coaching styles of just absolutely. the, you know what? Like, not a big deal. He's our guy. We're moving on into the other one, actually being like, yeah, well, they, they screwed up today. I mean, I just don't. 
Yeah, I think you said, uh, uh, what's his name, Arians? Yeah. Said something like, this isn't high school, you got to hit those or something. Yeah, something I mean, it was. Like that. I mean, really? You, like, And now you're going to work right next to the guy tomorrow. Yeah, I, that, and that's what I don't understand, why you would do that. I mean, I, I, mean I, that, That's your style, and I'm, I'm at the end of my, close to the end of my career, so I'm never going to play for him, so I can say what I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, so then, for you, what is that close to, or the most punts you've had in a game? Uh, yeah, it's in the top four or five. I was say, you, like were, eight, you were you were on the field a lot last night. Well, yeah, I think I think we punted on our first nine possessions. Yep. So I mean, that's uh, some of them were great, some of them weren't. So in is in anything? I mean, obviously, you, this is what that's what you do every day. But I mean, is there anything like? I mean, there's other games where. You know, we were joking around. I think one time with Sarah about the Super Bowl or whatever is that they, you know, they put you in one time yeah. to punt because you know you only you only punted one time compared to, mm-hmm. you know, a game like this. Do you do you like having that much control? Be like, all right, I just I'm going to keep doing this all day and yeah, or, yeah. No, or would I, you rather not have to be out there well, because you're scoring? I'd rather not be out there so we're scoring. But I mean, some some games calls for that. Yeah. You know, sometimes you have to punt once. Sometimes you have to punt nine times. Mm-hmm. You know, and. uh you know, whatever it calls for, you just have to be ready. And that's the kind of thing as, as a punter or a kicker is, you know, Steve Hushke kicked off the opening kickoff, and I don't think he kicked again until the fourth quarter. Yes, yeah. You know, I think that was the next time that when we kicked the field goal, it was the fourth quarter, right? So he stood there for, you know, two and a half hours. Not stand there, but, you know, you're, yeah. you're on the field. And you just have to be mentally and physically ready at all times. To go from anywhere because from a 35-yarder to a 55-yarder. you got to be ready. Do you – uh is there any part of you that ever gets nervous, uh, like punting out of the end zone when it's real close? Like, does that does it? You're just kind of like, oh boy. No, it, it, everything feels a little bit different because you're a little bit. Everything's a little bit more. Uh, what the word am I? Compact. Yeah. You know, you're closer to the line. The spin of the ball is different. Yeah. Um, you're catching it in a different place because it's closer. It, it's just a little bit different. Yeah, you know? I was just wondering because I mean, sometimes when you're just like, you know, as you. It's like the last place you want to be. I mean, yeah. You just don't have enough, as much yeah. room. We, and... we were backed up there a couple of times. Yeah. But... All right. Well, anything else you want to say about the game? I just think if your fans are listening out there, it's uh, absolutely no need to panic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think you know, I think people want to want to panic. It's like, no, don't worry. It's uh, that was a hell of a game. Yeah. We played our played our butts off. I think it and, it rem- uh, it's uh it's it, I think it, it was you know obviously you want to win but. You know, it's a it's a team building thing. You know, we're gonna keep on going. It just reminds me of you know, and I think just from watching the team from so long, I think we expected what kind of has been happening lately, which is like, well, we're close, we're within striking distance, so it's just a matter of time till we go down and win this game. And you know what? That, that's the attitude of the guys too. You know, it's just like whenever you know, I've been on a lot of teams where like, and the game is close. You're like, oh, we're not gonna do this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whereas, like, there's on certain teams, there's this attitude. I played in uh, Green Bay in '07 when we won 14 games. Yeah. And it was just like anytime, anytime it kind of got close, to something it would just be like, kind of like, here we go. Yeah. Watch what Brett Favre's gonna do now. He's gonna he's gonna seal it for you know what I mean. And now this team's kind of the same thing. It's like at the end of the game when we got the ball back there, or uh, in overtime or whatever. Whenever you get the ball, it's like, oh, here we go. Yeah. We're going to win it. Even with if you have it, and that's the thing, and it and and it happened. It just didn't work out yesterday. So, but we still drove. We hadn't offensively yep. not a lot had happened. Still drove the ball all the way down. Got in a position. It just didn't. It didn't happen. But the uh, it remind. I mean, this team 
for some reason, my, the way I always look at it, and the defense I think has been so good for so long, is like they, they at times they bend, but they don't break yeah. very often. I mean, like no matter what, when it comes down to it, somehow they always come up with the big, whether you know it's it's a defensive just a stop or a turnover or a or a you know a blocked. It's just something yeah. happens this team where and it's just like they figure out a way to make it happen. Stuff doesn't surprise. I mean, when that, when that uh, when he missed that field goal at the end there. Um, Arizona's guy. It, it's not like a shock thing. It's like, yep, this is what happens. Now here it's like in yeah. Minnesota. You know, this is what happens. This, you know, good things happen for us. You know, we have you know that positive attitude. It's like, okay, now here we go. It's it's so, so true. And it's like I always try to stay positive when I'm watching. It. I think I told you I've sometimes I've watched it with other people, and I can't stand negative people. And yeah, you know, the first game of the season or the second game when we were in LA, they're like, oh, that's it, season's over. This, and I'm just like, you guys, like, did you watch that Green Bay playoff game? I mean, that game was yeah. dead to rights, and it was one of the most amazing. You know, it was just I remember being there and being like, this is what this team does. They just find a way to to, a, to get there that's probably game 60 minutes long yeah you, know, you never know when it's gonna happen it could happen in the last minute it could happen the first minute you, you never know you, that's why you play the whole game yeah well that you know it was uh it's not the greatest way you want to turn out but a ties ties better than yeah. a loss what do they say? It's like kissing your sister. <laughs> I kept that was all over the internet oh, last really? night. yeah a lot of people kept saying stuff like that and it was pretty funny um okay well let's uh should we move on from the game yeah let's move on from the game all right so oh okay i have a question for you because uh i saw sarah was in arizona performing yeah. this has she set her performance schedule to the to the to the team schedule uh no but her agent kind of has worked a couple things around it that's pretty know? cool yeah so she was in arizona she was in phoenix scottsdale actually yeah stand up live scottsdale and it's, it's so funny because so many so many Seahawks fans have become big Sarah fans. Yeah. So many of her fans have become my fans and Seahawks fans. It's it's really it's really cool. She said that every time she went on stage, she started people started chanting Seahawks. Yeah. Like for all all five shows, and it, she's like, well, it's, now I got to explain to the fifty percent of the people that don't know, <laughs> you know, my marital status and what, <clears throat> you know, my, yeah. my whole. My whole background. Uh, now I have to like, explain that right off the start. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, what, I just, what is going on here? I live in Scottsdale. I just want to go out for a comedy show. Now everyone's yelling Seahawks. What's going on? But no, it, it's kind of cool. So she was, uh, she was there. And then she was here um, earlier, opening weekend, our first game. Yeah. She was in Seattle. And then later on in December, uh, after the Thursday night game, she's performing Tacoma. Mm -hmm. And then in a couple weeks in Boston, she'll be there when we when we play there. That's awesome. So no, it's really nice because it's it's. Did you get that one-hour window to see her again? I saw her a few hours this time. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. That's no, it good. It's nice. Um, you know, it's nice for us because we don't get to see each other a lot during the season. You know, we do live in different cities. Yeah. Even though we're married. So we, you know, she, especially she is back and forth a lot. So it's nice, you know, to be able to see her on the road. And Does she get to, did you get to see her after the game? Yeah. Briefly or, before you, know, you take, I mean, yeah, I'm sure it's just yeah. as you get ready to leave or whatever, but she yeah, was able to hang out. 15 and, minutes yeah. type of thing. There's kind of always a, a family area. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Oh, speaking of Sarah Colonna. <laughs> yes. Tell me more. Yeah, I'm I'm interested. She's performing at a theater. Oh, I don't know what the name of the theater is. At a theater in Portland, Oregon for you Pacific Northwesters. Her and I will be there uh, Valentine's Day. Portland, Oregon on Valentine's Day. Yes. So get your tickets. I don't know where to find them. SarahColona.com. Is it just a show or is it dinner or is it like No, a it's, a, it's a theater. So I think, uh, you know, I don't know exactly what they're going to do, but her and I are both going to be there. I think I should open for her. Heck yeah. But I think they're going to might be do like some kind of Q&A with both of us on stage after or something. But uh, I'll be there 
that night too. That's awesome. So I think I we should that... go. I think we should both go find um, an open mic night and do oh, it. I don't. I don't have five minutes. There's That's no fine. Let's just just do three. Like just like if you, if you. I think you should make Valentine's Day your like your goal to to do some jokes, and we have until now until then to train to get you ready for that. What do you think? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. Oh, it's not a bad idea. All right, we're going to work on it. But you can't get any help for jokes from her. No, I need help. No. You're a funny guy. I am a funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> what did the mushroom say when he couldn't get into the party? Oh, no. Let me in. I'm a fun guy. Oh, God. Oh, Okay. Should I open with that? Should I open with that? No. Oh, man. Okay. You know what? Let's... Hey, Seattle. How are you doing tonight? What did the mushroom say when he couldn't get into the party? <laughs> no. Don't. He would bring the house down. Man, I just flew in, and boy, are my <laughs> arms tired. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I, maybe we'll we'll scratch that idea. February 14th, Portland. Okay. I we'll we'll Portland. keep talking Have, about it. Any time in Portland, Oregon? Any time in Oregon area? Yeah. Couple, couple of times. One of my, one of my worst nights in the history of my life happened in Portland, Oregon. Wow, I was gonna say what a great place. It is, <laughs> it is but it was you bad want, story for story? me. Oh God, um, I guess uh, I don't really want to, but I will. It was pretty embarrassing. Um, I really want to hear it now. So I went. Uh, oh God, am I gonna tell a story? Okay, so what? <laughs> the, just tell me what it involves first. So I know what I'm getting into. It's 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 a buddy's bachelor party. Oh dear. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty early it's, in the morning right now. Okay, it really is. It was just for me one of those. Uh, does it involve airport strip clubs? No. So it doesn't involve. Oh God, am I gonna tell the whole story? Yeah, I'll tell. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a version, and then there's another. So basically, we got down there. At that point, I had been with uh, I'd been with Aaron for not for that long, but for a little while. Um, but I went down there, and uh, it was my buddy's bachelor party, and just proceeded to you know drink all the drinks and was just just drink wait all the, all the drinks. You're all gonna drink them. Portland Drive. Yeah, and yeah. we I mean we started it like you know it was one of those days four in the afternoon when we got there, and you know then we went out to a dinner, and man, it was not. It was not civilized drinking. Like it was oh. just. It was one of those nights. It's it was like just drinking shots. with my Canadian friends. It's yeah. Never, it's never like let's go to the restaurant for a drink. No. It's like let's go pound as much vodka and beer as we can until everyone's so loud and we get kicked out. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly so like what. But, but, so here's the other, the other. There's a problem with this, and I'm not a small guy at six two. But my buddies that I went and my buddy whose bachelor party was, he's six seven, like three hundred <laughs> pounds. His other buddy is six seven, like two ninety. Um, they're, they're, they're all like, they're firefighters and they're like the, they're like big guys. And so like, I look when I stand next to them, like I am like five foot six, just because of how big they are. So they, they drink, they can handle it. Anyway, I drink too much. It's not even, it's not even close. So we go, we have dinner, we make it through that. And then it was, okay, well, we're going to go to a strip club. And I went to get in and they were like you can't come in you've had <laughs> you, enough you can't get in you can't be in here and so well, I, you can't get into a strip i know i dude i know it's You're that rough shape. rough shape so i couldn't get in i tried to sneak in one time when he had his back turned to me and i got, <laughs> got in immediately no. there was another guy on the inside of the door you and he's like no in. no back out so then they're like they all went in and they i mean they kind of like well hey man like 
you're gonna have to go back to the hotel or whatever because like you you know like it's not over for it's us. not it's not over and i was like all right i get this so i had a friend who worked in portland i knew and he ran a bar down there so i like you know call him I'm like what's up man i'm in town and so he's like okay well so i go get a cab to where he is and then um i'm hanging out at his place and you know somehow i get another drink or two and i like just it was bad news so then i'm leaving I uh, stopped to I – was, I was at that point where I was that guy who could barely walk. So it was bad news. And a homeless guy came up to me. And, and gave you money. Like, no. buddy, you must be down on your luck. No. You're like, the last- I'm standing there trying to use my cell phone, like one eye in it, just not mm. having it. And he simply just pushed me over and – took all my money <laughs> you got, you got jumped by a bum not jumped just you got just bumped. robbed <laughs> yes. yes yeah and i could do nothing about it like i couldn't get up i couldn't it was just one of the like the lowest moments of my life this is the greatest story <laughs> it's 100 that i have true. ever heard in yeah. my entire life. you got you got mugged by a bum. I did. After I had talked to him for a while about how how I how I had a bar back up in oh. Seattle, and if he needed a job, I'd hire him. I'd like come <laughs> oh, yeah. come work for me. I was trying to help oh, him. You're being all nice. And then he just like I had because it was a bachelor party. Like I just had all my cash, and I think I gave him money, and I gave him like a twenty dollar bill, and I put it back in my pocket, and then he just pushed me over and took it out of my pocket. <laughs> Oh, and then, yeah. my God. You know what I hate? <laughs> it's so bad. Have I ever told you how much I hate bachelor parties? Uh, yeah. Oh, I hate that. You know what? I think I've been to like two in my life, and they're actually, it was like my brother-in-law and my brother, so they yeah. were like pretty tame. Yeah. But I, like, if you have a bachelor party, don't invite me, because I'm not coming. Yeah. I'm not coming. I hate, I hate strip clubs. Yeah. The only time I've ever gone to strip clubs is when other people have dragged me there. And now it's like, now now my, all my buddies just know. Like, if we're all, like, for guys tripping Phoenix or something, they're like, oh, John, we're going to a strip club. We'll meet you after. Like, they just know I'm not going. It's yeah. just like, and I just. It I, sounds weird. Like, it just doesn't ever even sound appealing. Like, not even the, when I was, like, maybe, maybe 18, 19, like, oh, yeah, I can go now. Let's it, go check it yeah, out. Yeah. But then, like, even in my, like, 20s or whatever, like, I never had any friends who were like, you know what? L- Let's go to the strip club now. Like I just didn't have friends who did that. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just, I hate. It's so depressing to me. It's like the last time I went was like four or five, maybe five, six years ago. I had my, I had a buddy in when I was living in Arizona in the off season. He had just broke up with his girlfriend. He was all like, he's like, dude, we have to go to the strip club. I'm like, oh. And I was single at the time too. But I was just like, dude, can we just not do that? Do anything so other than that. The compromise was okay we can go but we're gonna go in the afternoon so we can go out for dinner after like i I just want to have a nice dinner so we're gonna go at two in the afternoon yes i want to have a nice dinner with my friend and he wants to look at naked ladies yeah i'm like okay i'll go with you but we're going to go in the afternoon I mean, there's not really a punchline to this story, but I remember just going in, and then all of a sudden you walk in, and we were the only two people in this place for, like, an hour. And so we sit down by the stage, <laughs> and then after, like, a little I'm like, I'm just going to go sit at the bar, man. I'm just like, right now I want to kill myself, and I just, I'll be at the bar drinking beer, and just when you're done, come get me. Yeah. And then I was just like, and then you walk out, and it's so dark in there. Oh, it's such, it's, I don't know what, that's the worst, lowest, it's that or the casino, but uh, like, and then you, strip club's but worse. But we walk back outside, and it's like 6 o'clock, so it's still light out. That's, yeah, that, <laughs> oh, that, 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 that light, that, the, the contrast of like, oh man. I just, I mean, 
bachelor parties, strip clubs. Uh, what else do I hate? I mean, those are the top of my list. <laughs> it's always just my my one thing. It's like my last bachelor, bachelor. It's like my last night as a single man. No, your last night as a single man was the day before you started dating your wife. Absolutely, I one hundred percent agree. The last not single night you had. Okay, now you're not single. I don't understand that, and it's something that I've never been able to wrap my head around. And I just, I can't. I just, in my in my opinion, if you do something like that, like you're not ready to be married. Like, no. go ahead, go ahead and tell her what yeah. you did, and see if that yeah. wedding still happens. If you want, if you have to have this party so badly to celebrate your singleness. Then stay single. Man. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I have, an, I have an idea for you. Just don't get married. Don't do it. Yeah, I've, I, had, I've had buddies. I'm going to drop this whole bachelor party thing. <laughs> but I've had buddies that just like, dude, I'm going to, I'm going to do all these terrible things. My bachelor party, like, I'm like, your marriage is not going to last. And they didn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I agree. If you, yeah, yep, I 100. percent Anyways, so that's how I why I love Portland. I, mean, I got pushed over. Keep Portland weird, isn't that what they say? <laughs> 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 but no, I'm excited because there's a there's a lot of Hawk fans in the Pacific. Oh yeah, in the Oregon area. So I'm excited to get out there and check it out. All right, well, that sounds cool. Um, what else do we got? Oh, one of the things that so that was the best story I've ever heard, though. It's, you got oh, jumped by a bum. I did. You got abused by a bum. <laughs> Homeless guy. I just. did. Took you for a ride. Yeah, messed my face up, hit my face on the <laughs> ground. I had two people had to just random strangers were like, "Where? Oh man, are you okay?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not." I'm like, "Do I look okay?" Uh, there's nothing okay with me. Right Some now. homeless uh, guy just took all my money. <laughs> and then the worst part was we get back, so I'm back in the hotel and I make it there, and the guys get back later, you know, or whatever. And I'm trying to tell them the story of what happened or whatever. And then at the end of it, the guys like. Hey man, like I still need you to pay for your part of the hotel room, and I'm like, did you not hear the part where a homeless guy just stole all my money? And I'm like, you know, oh, it just reminds me of like uh, hey man, super troopers. You like, like run into the ATM real quick? Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, are you serious right now? Everything I had for this trip was right here in my pocket. Uh, was that dumb? Yes, but I didn't expect to get pushed over and just pickpocketed. Oh, uh, that's—I mean, that's too funny. Do you, can you imagine having to try to like explain that to your girlfriend at the time, soon to be wife? Like, no, I mean she married you, so she, she did. She was like, "So how's it going?" I'm like, "Well, I've been better. Let me tell you about last night." It's so that's not a cool. Good thing about you know, I mean, I'm, I guess you were an adult back then, but good thing about being like in your 30s, you don't really get those stories anymore, and I don't, no. I don't miss them. <laughs> no. I, I still, man, I still have some friends. I think one of the things that's hard for me at times, or it's like I don't go out very often, but like there are times where, I mean, out of all of my friends and stuff, only one of them, like two of them are really married. The rest, I still have a lot of really single guy friends yeah. that are in their 30s, late 30s, and they still party like we're 24, oh, really? 20. And so it's hard. Sometimes I go out with them and I'm like, oh, man, like. I I can't hang. Like Seattle has a pretty good scene for that. Like they do. You, you can be single or not not single, but you can just be like a party person in any uh, phase in your life. And there's, yeah, there's something that is good for you. <laughs> I mean, in terms of if you, if you, something that facilitates your partying at whatever age you are. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I respect that, Seattle. <laughs> early twenties, it's downtown Kirkland. Late twenties, it's it's. Ballard and Fremont, and then when you get into your 30s and 40s, you go to Bellevue, and just it's the same scene, just for different age groups. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, 
Well, switching gears here. What do you have? What do you have next that we can talk about? Um, let's see here. So, uh, one of the things that you were mentioning is, or we had kind of talked about, was uh, do you have any weird hobbies or collections or anything? We've talked about baseball cards, but did you do? Was is there any any weird hobby? I mean, I, I feel like I was the one that brought up this topic. Now I can't even think of anything. <laughs> You were. I, you texted I, I me. Hey, this. what about this? I wrote this. Do you have any weird? Do you have any weird hobbies? Yeah, I did. I think my biggest my biggest hobby right now is like baseball. Hmm. You know, I want to eventually own a team. I uh, I own part of a baseball agency. We we represent True Gravity Baseball. We represent you know about thirty five guys right now. Three of them in the majors. Yeah. One playing in Korea. So I, mean, I think that's kind of my hobby right now, is just uh, doing that. I think when I was younger, it was all like baseball cards, football cards, hockey cards. Did you do anything? So Okay, so I did the exact, I had the exact same things. I had those. Uh, well, I, I thought of two from when I was in like elementary school, elementary to middle school. One, did you ever, have you ever heard of Pogs? Oh, I love Pogs. Pogs was, Pogs was one that like everyone did. Dude, no metal slammers. No metal slammers. <laughs> no metal slammers. <laughs> yes, only you do plastic know them. slammers. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, the two. The do you remember when you get the one, the plastic ones that had like the finger grooves in it for your uh, yeah. just to hold it even <laughs> yeah. better to really slam it. I mean, I I still feel like that whole game was just a fluke. Yeah, you couldn't be good at that game. No. It was. I mean, I loved it though. Yeah, that's with Pogs. And this, I remember, I remember like looking at them just like baseball cards or whatever. And like you'd go and you'd find like the good one. And everyone yeah. started giving them out with things. I mean, it became like a thing. But where... it was. It, it fizzled pretty quickly. It did. It, it, ca- it, it did. like it came out of nowhere, and then within a year, it was gone. This is for something for people from here that will remember this. The Pog kiosk at Factoria Mall. There was a Pog kiosk, yeah. and every Saturday. They had a Pog tournament at the mall. One-time first-place winner right here. <laughs> How many Pogs did you get? I got uh, $35 of credit at the Pog store. I can't believe there's a Pog store. There was, it was, yeah, it was a full kiosk that had nothing was but Pogs. right behind the, beside the Ed Hardy store? <laughs> Just other stores that came up and, like, went away It was right year. by the arcade. Right by the arcade. Which is no longer there. Play online games, Pog.com. Yeah, that's not Pogs. It's oh. play online. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was an acronym. Oh. oh I just thought pog.com would be. Oh, I thought you'd like play online. I'm so happy that that just <laughs> play, happened. Play online games of pog. No. Well, I feel like How cool. would you play online pogs? Can you imagine how lazy that you is? Slam your phone. <laughs> you just, you, yeah, oh, that's terrible. So I, I did that. Okay, and then the other one that's really embarrassing. Uh, I did uh, magic cards. Oh my god, I, you did not. I totally did. I totally played magic cards. That brings back good man. I saw a picture of one of the those po- oh. one of the famous pogs right yeah. there. Yeah, 1995 World Pog Federation, the WPF. I oh. wonder if the WPF is still in existence. I really hope it is. I do. I hope there's kids somewhere just training, just training, just slamming piece of plastic <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> no metal slammers. Yeah. So so that was my other one was magic cards. I played magic. Okay, so I don't even understand how you play Magic. It's a card game. It, I mean, it's, does everyone have the same cards? Uh, no. So you make you make your own deck. But so here's a, here's 
Shut up. Oh, you only allow like a certain amount. Yeah, so you have a certain amount of cards, and you get you know you get your your decks, and then they you know then there's a whole game behind it. But here's a little known fact about so you can say that it's and it is I get it it was geeky to play Magic cards. However, Magic was started in Renton, Washington. Wait, that's where Magic started. Magic Magic cards were started in in not Magic the, (laughs) the, the art of of. Uh, <laughs> you totally just threw me off there. Um, but no, they started in Renton. So when I was in elementary school, it was like fifth grade, I think me and one other guy had seen it at the, because we used to go to the comic shop and stuff, and they had them, and they're like, oh, you guys might check this game out. So they had a thing where the office was in this tiny little office, and you could actually go there. And they'd give you a tour of the office, and it looked like the coolest place ever to work because we were in, like, elementary school, and they had all these guys, and they just, like, you'd go in there, and they were drawing the cards, and, the, you know, they're a bunch of artists, and they had this game, and they were starting to get popular, and they were making money up, but they would just, like, shoot each other with Nerf guns and stuff, like, when you walked by, like, they were excited that the tour came by, but then, like... It was like what Amazon is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like you know, it was like thirty people in there, and like we met the guy who invented the game, and like it was co- he was su- it was so cool. And then when you were finished, they'd give you like decks of cards. They'd be like, "Hey, thanks." So we started doing that like every weekend until finally they were like, "Okay, guys, like you can't keep like you can't keep coming over and over again and getting this like we're we're like <laughs> we're you're taking advantage of this." So, but I mean to see so from that, and then they opened their first big. Um, office building, and it was in Tequila. And they had a thing there where you could go to it. Same thing, you could take a tour of the office. Now it was like a whole like story of, a, of an office building. But then they had a separate area where you could go, and they had like 30 or 40 computers set up, so you could like play computers on like a network. And then they had like three or four uh, Sega Dreamcasts and Sony Playstations. Oh, Dreamcast. And then they had like every video game, and you'd pay like five bucks, and then you could just hang out and play all day. And then, uh, yeah, it was it was weird. So it became this kind of, like, hangout place for, like, video games, and you could play Magic, and, like, it, it, so it grew. And then it grew into, like, a huge empire yeah. once it went from there. But it was this little company that grew they up. You've got to be rich now. They're super rich. That's Wizards of the Coast is huge. Is it? <laughs> I wish is I could have not said that out it, loud. Greg? Oh, is the show over yet? No. no, we still got time. So like, those are my two embarrassing... Uh, just like last night, it won't end. Keep it, going. It is... Uh, those were my two embarrassing hobbies that I could think of. Magic oh. definitely being the more embarrassing of the you two. Know, it's but like, it's fun! Okay, Greg. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know that, the, those stores where like the kids go in? Like like that store, like the Magic and the yeah. like, uh, card store? Yeah. I've been in a few because also like, a lot of times they sell like baseball cards. I haven't bought well, it's baseball cards in like, a long time. It's interesting, but, though, how like sports cards... like. They can't survive without getting the the geeky kids that play magic cards. Magic too. and Pokemon. Yeah, they're well, like, those, they're like those we can't are... just have sports cards. You got to have those but in there. I've gone to these places before. Even just walked by them, and they have all these tables set up, and they have all these kids playing these games. And there's like one. The guy that works there is always like a little overweight. He wears sweatpants. He has a dirty shirt on, and it always feels like a little bit creepy to me. Okay, so here's a here's a true story. This ha- it's filled with kids, and this one creepy guy just looking over them all. So this happened to me not that long ago. There was a store like this, and I'm not like a creepy-looking dude, but I went into... Um, there was a store that was like a... I think it was a video game store, but it was kind of like one of those things just like that where it was like it was a computer thing and it was mainly for i mean i could tell it was for kids but i they had video games as well like some vintage games i think 
and I went in there, and the dude at the counter really thought that I was some sort of like a predator. Like he was like, <laughs> I was, he was interrogating me. I've never been made to feel so uncomfortable so quickly. Oh. Like you shouldn't be in here. And I was like, uh, and so I turned out and I went out to Aaron. And I'm like, I think he thought that like, I had really bad motives for being well, there. Maybe he was the great, great wolf lodge and saw you wearing those see-through swim trunks. <laughs> uh, a few months back. And he's like, that God, I have some embarrassing stories. Lodge that- it's him. Oh, man. We talked about that on an earlier podcast. Oh, the Great Wolf debacle. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. No, no, those are those are. Yeah. I thanks mean, for thanks for really diving into that conversation and having some embarrassing uh, things to I talk about. Like as well. Really, like, well, baseball cards. I feel like I'm really setting you up for. You really are. Uh, I'm really bearing my soul on this, and you're just kind of. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, Aaron doesn't listen to this particular. Yeah. She, uh, installment of kicking with she, John and Greg. She probably won't. <laughs> uh, she hasn't listened to any of them yet. No. Um. So next, uh, next Monday, Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. How much did you love Halloween as a kid? I think it was really so that in it's weird that and Thanksgiving were my two favorite holidays. Really? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. So I didn't. Were. I didn't really like Thanksgiving because in Canada it wasn't like that big a deal. It was on a. It's on a Monday. It's like the. Third weekend in October. No, yeah, second weekend in October. I don't know. Yeah. But it's on a Monday, and then it's like everyone has to work on the Tuesday, so everyone just kind of celebrates it on Sunday. And yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not a huge deal. Whereas here, then I got here, I'm like, Thanksgiving, why is everyone blowing up Thanksgiving? I'm yeah. Like, that makes no sense on a Thursday. Why is everyone on a Thursday? And now I love Thanksgiving. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really... It, for me, I love Christmas, and I love not so much the day, but just like the whole season. Yeah. Like everything, like that whole month of December, I love... Just the whole like build up to Christmas, and I feel like here Thanksgiving is like the kickoff for that. It, it absolutely is. The reason I, I like it. Thanksgiving is because my family, like I have, but both my mom and my grandma were really good cooks. But Thanksgiving dinner was only cooked once a year, and it was on Thanksgiving. You never got any of those foods, or not all of them, but some of them were very Thanksgiving oriented, and that's yeah. the only. So man, I, the, it, it my my family's my grandma's recipe for stuffing in a turkey homemade is, is it's the best stuffing i've ever had in my life really? and uh that would be the only time that i could get it so i just loved thanksgiving sarah and I, neither sarah or i can cook so last year we just had it catered <laughs> um you had it the catered thanksgiving and it was amazing did you did it you have was, a party no just her and i why don't you come to my house for thanksgiving this year i, I mean i just like being alone most of the time <laughs> It's not going to be a lot of people. It's like, oh, you're alone for the holidays. I'm like, yes, and so happy about it. (laughs) (laughs) So happy about it. Okay, well, okay, so Halloween. Let's go back to Halloween. Halloween, okay. So when I was a kid, I I loved Halloween. Like, we would plan our costumes from, like, summertime. Yes. And my mother, God bless her, she would start sewing four kids' costumes, and she would sew these, like, like, we didn't go to Walmart. I don't think there was a Walmart in Canada yet. Wolko. There's a Wolko and a, a Zellers. We didn't go to Wolko or Zellers to get our, our. No, my mother sewed for. I don't. I swear there must have been a hundred hours to go into something like individual costumes. Yeah. Like they were. I was Elf one year, and I had a whole like Elf. Remember Elf? Yeah. The whole like Elf head that went like around my face, and then the whole like head came out on I top. I feel like that came out when we were in high school. 
No, dude. <laughs> no, dude. You're I'd wrong, be, man. I'd, no, or or you just went as Elf in high school. Maybe maybe Elf got to Canada before it got to the U.S. Maybe. Elf, like A-L-F, not E-L-F. Oh, Alf. Alf. Oh. I can't say it with an American accent. <laughs> Alf. Yes, Extra Alf. Tra- no, yes. Was, no, you're yeah. right. Yes. Okay. okay, Alf. Alf. Yeah, okay. Is that, is that an American say it? Alf. Alf. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, so you had an elf. An elf. Elf. elf one year. That's awesome. And then as I got a little bit older, like 12, 13, I didn't really, I kind of dressed up like half. But we would go on our rollerblades from house. So we hit like a few hundred houses in a night. We had pillowcases that we just like, yep, try to fill with candy. We just go for hours. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it really put in a good shift. I think you. It's interesting to how that how that shift changes. So from like I remember when I was a like younger kid, it was all about the costume and what you yeah. got to be, and you were that whatever it was. That's what you were that yeah. day. I mean, you were acting it out, and then then you get a little bit older, and then it becomes all about the candy and just like how much candy you can and possibly you, get. And then when you get to college, it becomes the drinking, yeah, uh, drinking party, yeah. And, just dumb like it's when you think of your costume like the day of and you're like oh i've got some tape and a toilet paper roll and this and i'm a i'm a mummy and you just like wrap it around your head and now an and then just get drunk and now as an adult you just sit there and drink while kids come and bang on your door for three straight hours i get over 125 kids to my house every year but do you stay there to hand out candy i do yeah because it's awesome it's terrible but i stay and I, I give out the good candy. I give out the big movie-sized theater box of candy. You're that guy? I'm that guy, You're man. the guy that everyone looks forward to. Yeah. Hit me up for John's home address. I'll tell yep. you where to get those candy bars from. Yep. I have security cams and mace. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, so, but it's funny how it goes from, like, the greatest, for another kid, like, the greatest day ever. And now I put it, like, right under New Year's Eve is, like, the worst holiday. Really? Yeah. It's it's so bad. it's the one that I get into because I start I decorate and my daughter really? my Scarlet loves Halloween and it's not she doesn't like Halloween for like the dressing up she is all about just spooky stuff that's uh, what I mean, she wants to do is probably, see spooky scary stuff. I mean, you have a five year old. Yeah. I mean, so it's probably different for you now. It's like you get to see her get into it. Yeah. So you go through that whole phase. Well, yeah. I you know I like. You would go, like, seeing her, and, and so I last year got into it, and I decorated our house. I put up uh, strobe lights and fog machines oh, and nice. did the uh, sound effects outside. This year, I'm taking it up a next level and building some zombies with her to put in the yard and, Very cool. you know, trying to make it trying to make it fun for her. Yeah. Um, I don't decorate. No. I decorate for Christmas. My house looks like... The North Pole just puked all over Your it. house for Christmas. How many Christmas trees did you have? I think I have like five Christmas trees I put up. Five Christmas trees. Yeah, Sarah left last Wednesday. I'm like, I think when you leave, babe, I'm going to start decorating for Christmas. She's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, I'll, I'll start decorating and then I can hide it when people come over. Because I have a lot. I mean, my, I have an entire store. My, I have one storage room in my house and it's filled with Christmas stuff. And then I have a bunch of boxes out in the garage too. I mean, this year I'm blowing it up for the Christmas party. Yeah. Yep, you're invited. Oh, when? Oh, do you know when it is? When uh, talk later, it's I not on December 19th. Okay. It is on December 19th. That's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. Because we get back on the 14th, I was hoping it was, uh, that's good. So, uh, yeah. Personal business on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your home address? What's your phone number? It's, What's oh, your well, mother's maiden name? We'll just put them on Twitter. Yeah. All of them. All up on Twitter. <laughs> so, uh, 
with with uh, Halloween, I am. I think the this is probably the one I'm the most excited for with with Scarlett. She will do things now where she like I was saying she like wants to see spooky stuff. So she'll get I'll get home and she'll be like, Dad, can I can we go on your phone and look at Amazon at spooky decorations? <laughs> and then she'll find like the creepiest, goriest one, and she's like, Ooh, that's spooky. Nice. But then. But then what she'll do is later that night she'll be like, "Oh, I'm scared. I had a nightmare of the spooky." De- I'm like, "We, we gotta, gotta we, yeah. we gotta stop looking we at these decorations." We gotta find a happy medium here, girl. Yeah. So what what is she going as? So she decided this year she's gonna be. We let her pick whatever she wanted to be, and this year she wants to be uh, a pirate. Cool. I feel like kids go with all like the trendy stuff. So that's that's cool. Yeah. Like, last year all these kids came to my door. I'm like, "What are you?" And they're like, "Frozen." Frozen. I'm like, it's not that cold though. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know. Frozen. It's like a, yeah. a, a, a Disney. A D- Disney. Yeah. I'm a grown man. I think I'm going to Disney. Yeah. But all the all the girls were frozen. All of them. Yeah. It was huge last year. So well, I don't know what the big costume is this year. Uh, I don't either. I no. What What's big right now? It's probably now? still Frozen. There's, really? Yeah. Kid, it's so sad how kids have to be told to move on. <laughs> just whatever Disney tells them to do then like next week uh, Disney will be like oh this is what you guys have to all do now this year and Disney? I'll be like okay yeah. oh Star Wars will be big this oh, year Star Wars. Yeah, I, like I think Star, Star Wars, Wars is big, always yeah. big yeah hey look at that well we got through it together people we did it came down to the end, but it was a six-six tie. I was going to say I would call this podcast. We'll call this tie. We'll call this uh, podcast a tie, and we won't uh, ever talk about it again. We won't do you the disservice of going into overtime on this one. <laughs> We're going to keep it at forty-five minutes. Ah, let's do another fifteen. Let's fifteen more. Mm. All right. Follow us on Twitter, or don't. I don't know. No, dude. Okay, you can't be. <laughs> don't. Don't be Eeyore today. We brought, brought up the game, and I just got instantly. <laughs> Kick it uh, with J and G on Twitter and uh, Facebook. Kicking it with John and Greg. Go on to iTunes and give us uh, likes and reviews. We really appreciate that. I've seen uh, a bunch of those coming in. We're just trying to get the podcast word out more and more. Check out John's new segment on Seahawks Saturday night. Kicking it with John Ryan. It's a nice name, man. Yeah, it's a spinoff. Weird. It's a spinoff show. It is. We're already getting spinoffs. I feel like you took a lot of the heart and soul out of the out of the name and just, it just shortened it. Well, a lot of the soul. A lot of the soul. Still got heart. Yeah. Still got heart. <laughs> I feel like I just got pushed down by a homeless guy and had all my money taken <laughs> yeah oh, it's man. a cool segment every every week he uh interviews that's gonna be my new thing whenever i'm feeling bad i, just, oh, I feel like greg woodman in, <laughs> i feel like greg woodman in portland oh this man. is what greg woodman i can't believe like i actually told that story on this that is like oh. recorded for a lot of people to hear i feel like both of us have some embarrassing moments on the show today yeah, but you didn't really. I said Pog.com. Oh, Pog.com. Pog.com. You can play online games of Pog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I like how we just do an instant an instant uh, replay of the – we're just breaking down the highlights of the yeah, podcast like at the end. Yeah, listen to Howard Stern, and then they have the wrap-up show Yeah, after. this is the wrap – yep. Uh, Sarah's been on – Sarah's uh, co-host the wrap-up show once. Really? Yeah, it was all, I got to be there. I was there. That's awesome. It was so cool. All right, now All right. we're really, uh, we really, there. really beating a dead horse. <laughs> All right, really, I will... Really uh, kicking a Greg in Portland. We... are <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, right. You know what we say here at Kicking It With John and Greg? No metal slammers. 